Welcome back to Mulls on Mission. I'm Philip. And I'm Anna. And that was way too official. <laughs> All right. Question. Are you ready for a question? I'm always ready for a question. Are you sure? Well, I'm always ready to answer the question correctly. All right. So I have two questions. The first one is like a bonus extra question. And then the second one is the real question. Are you oh. ready for the bonus extra question? Wait, the bonus comes first? Yes. Because, yes. Got it. I, you really, you know I have barely a plan for these things. <laughs> All right, so bonus question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you have rated the smell of this room 10 minutes ago? <laughs> and why? <laughs> uh, this room was probably... Wait, you have to define the scale. 1 is... We're going to say 1 is terrible. And 10 is amazing. Oh, okay. So it was probably like a four. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is that? So our rubber, uh, what, what is it is called? It pot, pot sticker? Pot holder. Pot holder. Pot sticker. I don't know. <laughs> our rubber pot holder, uh, got left in the oven and began burning. And how did it get left in the oven? Oh, I, I was not present. <laughs> I was preparing food. <laughs> I picked up the thing which I was preparing food on, which is like the baking sheet. I stuck it in the oven, closed the door, started prepping some melts, looked over, was like, I wonder where that other pot holder went. Oh, well. And then I kept going for another two minutes until I smelled burning rubber. And smoke pouring out of the oven. Uh, I don't know that I would say pouring, it but was it was definitely coming. Billowing. It, wait. For some reason, in my mind, billowing is a step above pouring. Billowing just means big gusts or poofs, and there were big, big poofs, big puffs. There of, were big poofs. There were big of poofs smoke. of smoke. Yep. Yep. Okay. So you'd rate it a four. Yep. That's Not fine. the worst thing I've ever smelled. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't great. Yeah, I agree. Burning rubber, not a great smell. But hopefully it will smell like delightfully baked pizza pretty soon. On garlic bread. Woo! All right, question two. <laughs> what would win? A lion or a shark? And Anna has chuckled and looked away. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's my we're, question. We're really doing this? Uh-huh. And, and for those of you listening in who are like what the heck kind of question is that there's a youtube little comedy skit that these guys did where it's called shark versus lion and it, it's just a it, it's it's a funny little comedy video yep but. i'm going to put um let's say that lion and shark because the the whole premise is you don't know where this fight is happening. Yeah, They're I think the whole apex. premise is it's a stupid question. It is a stupid question, <laughs> but we're going to go a little heady here. Uh -huh. And um, I'm going to put them both out of their element. They're falling from an airplane. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh -huh. So, pound for pound, I think shark is stronger than lion. Shark definitely has a stronger bite than lion. So if shark could land a bite while falling... Plus it's got those serrated teeth. Then shark would win. 
Okay. That is... That's your answer? That's my answer. So they're... Really, it feels like they both lose in that oh, situation. Oh, for sure. Because of impact. I thought you were going to be like, I'm putting them out of their element. The, sh- the lions in the water and the sharks on land. <laughs> uh, That's, yeah, it's just yeah. an unfortunate question. It is an unfortunate question. <laughs> I am also going to go with shark. <laughs> because I'm going to go. We didn't define so, what kind of shark either. Oh, no, if that it doesn't were matter. A... That doesn't matter. Look, it's a stupid question. Don't think too hard. Don't think too hard. So I'm, I'm going to go with shark. Because sharks have conquered far more of the world than lions have conquered. <laughs> and lions, they've had a losing battle recently. There used to be lions in Asia and in Europe, and now they're just in Africa. They've really, they've really taken a Weren't hard hit. Weren't there North American lions, or was that North American cheetahs? Uh, I, Pretty sure it was lions. I mean, you have mountain lions. Does that count? No, like, like they found... Extinct I think they had North American che- large yeah, North cats, American but I, okay. I don't know. But a cheetah is not a large cat. Apparently, a big cat. It's a large animal. It is it's a not large a cat. big. It's not one of the big cats. I told you that I got to pet a cheetah one time, right? Yes, you did. Yeah, I was on a trip in Africa, and I mean they're like zoo cheetah, basically. It's not like you went out on yeah, a safari. Yeah, I didn't like and... walk out into the savanna and approach. A hyena, like Hiccup from How to Train a Your hyena. Dragon. Uh, we're going to alter that and say a cheetah. <laughs> uh, I think I would rather meet a cheetah than a hyena, if I'm completely honest. I think if it was <laughs> Philip Cheetah versus Philip Lion or a uh, hyena, I would I would want to be Philip versus Cheetah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's you, the only you... matchup I have there. I don't think it's much of a matchup either way. Thanks, babe. I love you. <laughs> Don't ever go up against a cheetah. <laughs> but anyways, they're super soft to pet. Just delightfully soft. <laughs> like if one had its chomps on my neck, giving me like the death bite, you know, I would just reach up and pet it. And that would be the last experience <laughs> I have. And it would be delightful. It would, it would really be nice. Yeah, I'm sure. Except for the cheetah mouth on my neck part. But, you know. Okay. All right, we got way too deep on that one. Moving on. (laughs) All right. So update time. A little bit has changed since uh, last time we updated everyone. Mm -hmm. We are living in a different house. Yes. Since the last time we talked to everyone. That was a rather sudden, sudden change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be lots of sudden changes to come in this journey. Yeah, we've already seen, well, our timeline adjust a little bit with Mm -hmm. this move. Obviously, we weren't planning on moving um, until January out of our house of almost four years. Mm -hmm. And um, our timeline is changing, too, of when we think we're going to make it up to. Yep. Uh, North Carolina. Yep. It's looking more like summer instead of mm-hmm. spring of yeah. of next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're we're good with it. Yep. Um, but these changes, you know, we're just recognizing that our plans, mm. yeah, may be many, yep. but 
the Lord directs our steps, right? Yep. <laughs> so we're, uh, yeah, currently walking in that. But yeah, we're getting to live um, in the apartment right next to... Right next to my parents. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's really nice just that we kind of get this uh, ease of quality time with them now before that gets much harder. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we're seeing all kinds of blessings in the the subtle and the dramatic changes that God is kind of bringing yeah. about and as he modifies our plans uh I've felt very blessed that we've gotten to see the good. Yeah. Um the fact that we like like you said we get yeah. really um really convenient family yeah. access. Mm-hmm. And um, with with our crazy lives right now, yeah. that was something that we were a little concerned about. Is like, how are we going mm-hmm. to make sure that we spend enough time with family before, yeah. you know, it takes two hours to see them, <clears throat> or so, a whole day, or a whole day once we move yep. out of state, so or you know, yeah. overseas. So yeah, definitely a blessing there, yes. and they are wonderful we've got really good neighbors haha pretty sure my mom listened so mom are you happy about this (laughs) tell us in the comments we are very very grateful for this space and all the blessings that come with living close to family so Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm it looks like i'm gonna get to go on a nice road trip with my dad at the end of the month which will i mean like fulfill a couple purposes one i think we're gonna get to meet some people and i'm gonna be able to get introduced to people that i can share what Anna and i are doing with um and i'll just get some really good quality time with my dad on the road and at his conferences seeing him work seeing him do his thing so i'm pretty excited about that yeah and your dad is also an amazing advocate yes yes us. he is <laughs> yeah Yes. For sure. Like even today, he was texting me with a possible advocacy situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's so connected, and he's uh, also yeah. so proud of you, and wants yeah. to talk about what we're doing. With, so. Yeah, he's a joiner for sure. If you're listening, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate all that you do. Yes. Um. But yeah, that's that's the update yeah. right now. We're gonna be moving again. Um, in December. At the end of December yep. to Ocala from the Brandon area. Yep. So that'll be two hours north mm-hmm. and in with my parents. Yep. So we're going from family to family. Mm-hmm. And that one was on the on the docket. For, Already, yeah. That plan for, hasn't changed. That but. plan has not changed. Um, yeah. How, how do you, Anna, deal with changing plans? You know, I don't love change in general, even Mm -hmm. planned change, Mm -hmm. Uh, like saying goodbye to Mm. our home, yeah, our first home, yeah, the home that we learned to be a married couple in. Mm -hmm. So many memories, um, as dirty and disgusting as uh, some of the (laughs) some of the aspects of the. It was an old house old apartment it was very old um uh but saying goodbye to it yeah was really hard even though that was the plan yeah you know i thought i had a few more 
months. So there was some grief. There is that goodbye. Yeah. Um, sort of a shock to it of like, oh, we're we're in another place, you know? Yeah, it was that fast. That yeah, it was over the course of a weekend. Yeah. We were from there to here, so. It was so fast that I hadn't, like, I don't think I cried about it until a week or two later yeah. when I'd really sat down and processed, like, yeah. that being gone. Yeah. Um, but I think something that, God does pretty consistently is he shows me the good mm -hmm. um, that he is working. Yeah. Maybe not in its entirety, but he allows me to see the blessings in the change, mm -hmm. even if those changes are unexpected or yeah. even negative in nature, which none of the changes that we've experienced have been ultimately yeah. negative they've just been unexpected yeah. and you know yep that's how life goes yeah so it yeah. has it has led us to have good conversation just in our anticipating you know there's going to be at least two more moves in our pretty near future yeah. and then you know within the next couple years a third move to another country Right. Quite quite possibly. So uh, it's plan. led us to the conversation of just like, what makes a place feel like home? How can we have some semblance of um, sort of like anchoring or uh, sameness? Safety. Yeah, safety, security. What, what makes you feel like comfortable, relaxed, at peace in a place? Yeah. Just, just... In anticipation of things are going to be changing a lot. And when we're on the missions field, things are still going to be changing a lot. You know, right. people are going to show up. People are going to leave. We might have to move around when we're in a place. Yeah. So just we're, we're starting to anticipate what things can we establish that stick with us or routines that we can have that just help us really cope and not just cope with, but like engage wherever we are yeah what would have been some of those things for you so i am recognizing that i am a fan of comfortable seating areas mm -hmm. <laughs> so like when we first moved in we didn't have a blanket on the couch yeah and i just didn't want to sit on the couch. I was like, what is wrong? It's the same couch. Yeah. But because I didn't have the blanket, it didn't feel comfortable. It mm -hmm. didn't feel like home. So things like that, just just something yeah. soft. <laughs> um and and I think this this whole idea of having physical objects that make something feel like home, it's not gonna be an on off switch. Yeah. It will be a tool mm -hmm. to soften the yeah. adjustment yeah. um but yeah blankets and comfortable seating and then familiar smells that was something that mm -hmm. i was not expecting in moving in a new place it's like oh it smells different yeah. than our old house and that's new that's 
distracting yeah. and I, I've always had a sensitive nose so um but like you know something as simple as a candle or yeah. opening the window fresh air mm-hmm. things like that that just make the place smell less um less foreign yeah I think is is something that I will want to take with me mm-hmm. or maybe my essential oils <laughs> yes diffusers yeah yep yep what about for you yeah for me i feel like uh cough um if i get the opportunity to sort of organize a place take all my stuff and give it a spot you know my camera stuff goes here my electronic stuff goes here my 3D printer goes here. You know, if I, like, sort of a, like, if I can catalog and organize everything, then boom. I know where stuff's at. Like, I don't have to think. Being in my own space, uh, my mind is not, where is this thing that I am looking for or want or need? Mm-hmm. It It just feels very automatic. So, like, my guard's down a little bit. Yeah. I can relax and all right it's time for a story from the field story time story time yeah so the story that i wanted to share this time around was about the the journey to a completed bible Mm -hmm. in a people group in the philippines called the isnag okay people the what Isnag. How do you spell that? I-S-N-A-G. Nice. I really hope I'm saying it right. Because mm-hmm. um, I just read it. I don't <laughs> I don't hear people talking yeah. about it. Um, but the reason this story stood out to me is because it was such a long journey with yeah. a lot of changes in plan and a lot of people saying yes yeah. when God changed the plan and so yeah let me just share uh the so the the isnag well actually the the philippines kind of initiative Mm -hmm. to start translation just in the country started like the conversation started with cameron townsend and the president of the philippines in like 1953 Three. Okay. And in 1956, um, a missionary moved into the Isnag mm-hmm. community. So we're talking decades yeah. and decades ago. And um, it involves a lot of people. But Dick Rowe is the name of the missionary that moved into the village of Dibagat, Okay. which is where the translation happened. Um, so there's a couple of people that are prominent in this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is, I don't know if I'll say his ni- name right, but his name is Nard Pugyao. Okay. And so he was the first indigenous missionary pilot Ooh. in the Philippines. Nice. And he got to My fly. kind of guy. Yeah. So he met he he met Jesus when he was seven years old, mm-hmm. and he 
he was he got to be the one to fly the completed New Testaments to his people. That's cool. So he's been involved in the process. Mm -hmm. Um, So what's what was interesting is SIL. um, What's SIL? SIL is the the specific translation branch. Mm-hmm. of Wycliffe. It's a partner organization that oversees all the, and sends out all the linguists yeah. and the translators and and make sure that they have the education and the, yep. the, the support that they need. Yep. So SIL Philippines, um, let me see if I get this right. In 1971, um, a man named Rudy Barlan, mm. also of the Philippines, mm-hmm. uh, moved to Dibagat uh, to do a year of language learning mm-hmm. with SIL for Bible translation consultant yeah. roles, but he wasn't planning on staying there. Mm. And obvious, and as the as the story goes, he ultimately ended up staying there yeah. long term. He's still there. Uh, he talks about. His story is really cool, but he talks about like when he moved, he had a suitcase. Yeah. That was it. And so the people of Dibagat like took care of him mm. and supplied his needs and, and adopted a him. A lot of hospitality. A lot of hospitality. And so um, there was a lot of cooperation yeah. between the people and the translation team. Um, so in 1982, the translation of the New Testament was completed. Mm-hmm. And then in 2006, they revised it because language changes. Yeah. And they also added Genesis and Exodus. Mm. Um, but what was really interesting is SIL Philippines, their strategy was to translate the New Testament okay. in as many languages as possible. Yeah. So the Old Testament was not really part of the plan Okay. for... The people in Dibagat and the Isnag hmm. people. Uh, but again, God had other plans. Yes. So there's, it, it, was, it was really too small a team to really accomplish mm-hmm. this old. I mean, the Old Testament is huge. Yeah, it's it such is very a big. Big yeah. project. Oh, I never even have thought until right now about like translating Leviticus into another language crazy right um i mean it was translated into (laughs) our language but yeah yeah exactly so god brought in someone else to help with the work and that was mark pugiao so nard's nephew okay so it became a family thing uh so mark was pastoring a church for a year and rudy Barlin yeah. invited him to join in the translation. Okay. And so then it was Mark's turn to say yes mm-hmm. to God. And and then after he completed school, he ended up translating the Old Testament. Wow. While Rudy was the consultant. Okay. Right. Because so, that yeah. was his role. Um, and so 66 years. Wow. Late after the gospel first arrived the full Isnag Bible was dedicated. That was this June. Wow. Yeah. So... What well, would it be like to be a person within that community? It's very young. Yeah. 
when the first piece is translated. Yeah. And then over the course of your life, you're getting like, introduced to more and more of the stories. Oh, well, what was so beautiful to me is they were, um, they were talking about the dedication. Yeah. And how these people were bringing in these old, mm -hmm. well-worn, written-in yeah. uh, New Testaments and trading them in for brand-new, complete Bibles mm. and sitting down right then and there. Some of them went to familiar passages, but some of, a lot of them went straight to the Old Testament mm -hmm. and just started eating it yeah. up. Um, but they were talking about how the... They, they were recognizing our children are never going or never not going to know scripture yeah. in their language mm, yeah the complete scripture yeah. whereas most of them like that's their life they've yeah. seen it progress but yeah. like now an entire generation gets to grow up in the word yeah and so during the dedication um 36 people were baptized wow and received new bibles mm -hmm. um his there, there was actually a church in Virginia that had partnered with the mm -hmm. East Nag, um, yeah, people for decades. They've been a part of this project, okay. and so it was a global, like around Wait, so the like world celebration. A church, yeah, in in the, Virginia. Not, whoa, a church in Virginia. Yep, has been partnering with this project. Since near the beginning. Yes. Yeah. So they've That's created relationships cool. with... That's very cool. Um, yeah. With Nard and Mark Pugian yep. and Rudy Barlin and um, I think it's Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach Community Chapel okay. is the church. And so they've been praying for wow. the, um, the East Nag, but the East Nag have also been play, praying mm -hmm. for... Um, their church as well yeah. and so it's like this beautiful relationship really and cool. everyone got to celebrate when the That's bible was cool. de dedicated uh so like yeah yeah it's it's really cool just that is really cool all of the different connections that had to happen over yeah. over 65 66 years that all that god did in the meantime yeah. like sometimes it takes a while for god's plan to bear fruit yeah. that we see, but then you see all of the culmination mm -hmm. that took a while. And there were a lot of yeses and there were a yeah. lot of changes, but it's just, it's priceless now yeah. what they have. So yeah, it's really, it's really a great story. I think they've got a video of the dedication mm -hmm. or about the dedication on wickliffe.org slash okay. blog. And they also have, um, I think it's actually on YouTube. Um, it is called Celebrating the Complete Isnag Bible. Okay. So you could watch. Link will be in the description. Link will be in the description. Um, but yes. Uh, and it was 34, not 36 believers got okay. baptized. Just, I, I looked it up just now. Nice. But, um, God has been so faithful in yeah. that process mm -hmm. and it's things like that that we're just reminded of how yeah. faithful God is and yeah. how changes in plan 
mm-hmm. don't change his plan yeah. at all. So, yeah, awesome. that's the story. Thanks for sharing. We, I uh, cried watching the video, so oh, just be rich. warned. It's beautiful. Okay. So both the blog story and the video will be in the description yes. if anyone's interested. Yep. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We look forward to updating you guys again in the near future. Goodbye. Bye.